At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line, as we welcome you back here on a Friday, it's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I still see Vinny hanging out at the desk. I want to thank Vinny Maliulo for joining us, taking mm-hmm. a deep dive. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Los Angeles. We're going to get to the breaking news with um, with Mr. Jackson Lamar there in Baltimore. Just quickly, DraftKings tweeted this, so I, I, I got a good laugh, and I think you will. A better has put down $1,000 on the Giants to win the Super Bowl, a potential payout of over $100,000. How would you classify the the $1,000 donation made by that better at DraftKings, Michael Lamar. I think he would have been more appropriate, and I've said this, it's a St. Jude's pick, right? You know, yes. it's a St. Jude's pick. I mean, give the money to St. Jude's charity. It's a wonderful charity. It's for children. There can't be anything better than that to give back to children who are sick. So why give it to the book and on a pick that's not going to come true? Give it to St. Just funny, last night, we were in the book, and there were some Giant fans over there, and they asked the question, if Daniel Jones has a Joe Montana-like season, would that change your perspective of the Giants? And, of course, Howard Eskin, you know, took a complete, the, you know, you can't compare them in the same sentence. Okay, I get where the guy was going with it, but the reality here is I'm not sure that Daniel Jones is capable of having anything close to Joe Montana because, remember, past performance predicts future achievement. Daniel Jones has never looked like Joe Montana in college, high school, or at the Giants. So let's put that to rest. But it's a fair question. If he has an elite year, could this $1,000 come true? I don't think so. No, that's St. Jude's. There's the picture right there, Michael Lombardi. 
delivering a message. Howard Eskin, a radio legend there in Philly. You got Wayne Corbett, of course, a jet legend and a bookmaker legend. That's Thomas Gable on your far left. Great job at the event last night. Michael took two dates to the event, which is very impressive. Yeah, I got, you know, I got to take care of Anissa. I got to take care of Millie. Absolutely. You know when I knew I was in trouble on my ramp pick? Can I tell you? I'm sitting Please. in the book. I'm sitting in the book. Got the big screen right in front of me. Thomas set us up with a wonderful table. I'm looking at the big screen, and the NBC crew is making their picks, and it went Rams, 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 Rams. And I said to Millie, this is a disaster. I'm, I messed this completely up. No, you you knew that we were both in trouble with our Rams pick when it was 10 to 10 at the half and it felt like they yeah. were down 35 nothing. I mean, they couldn't oh, no, have been no more doubt. out of that football game tied up. They couldn't have been more out of it. Okay. And, I teased and the it. turnover and the turnovers created the under. The tur- yeah, you know, the cuz if they don't turn it over, they're going to score 40. They're they're going to they might cover the 51 by themselves. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So, I said breaking news, not necessarily uh, breaking news in the sense that it's shocking, but Lamar Jackson uh, Jackson has turned down the Baltimore Ravens offer for a contract extension and is now, of course, Michael Lombardi betting on himself this season. Thoughts on Jackson turning down the contract extension offered by the Ravens? You know, I, I was told in, and I said this on GM Shuffle podcast with Femi, I, I was told the Ravens have made a substantial offer to him. And it obviously wasn't enough to entice Lamar, who's going to bet on himself. I don't think this is going to have any effect on Lamar's season at all. I think Lamar knows what he turned down. He knows the guarantee he turned down, and he's going to bet on himself. And I think the Ravens are sitting there saying, we've offered a lot. How can he turn this much money down? It's it's difficult, right? How, are you going to risk an injury? Are you going to do this? So, you know, he's going to go forward with it. And the cap numbers and these franchise tags are going to continue to rise. And Lamar's going to play this game out. I, I think he – I would not advise him. If he were my son, I would say, look, let's make sure we have some security here. When, when is enough enough? However, he's going to go and risk it. I think he's going to have a great season. I really do. I think he's going to to go back to the Lamar of 19 where he's running and throwing. And I think he's one of the few players that can duplicate what Josh Allen's doing. I mean, see, what I love about what Josh Allen's doing with Buffalo's office is they're not running – they're not running the RPO game. They have some of it, but they're they have a game that's a single wing game. He's under center some. He runs play action. You know, now I all the throws Josh Allen made last night, Lamar can easily make. By the way, remember the Ravens set this precedence, or excuse me, Joe Flacco set this precedence. Remember, the last time the Ravens quarterback turned down a Baltimore offer on a contract extension, his rookie year, or excuse me, on his rookie deal was Flacco in 2012. What happened? Flacco and the Ravens went on to win a Super Bowl, and Flacco became the highest paid player in the NFL the following season. So that is exactly kind of the, I guess, blueprint Jackson's looking at here, what Flacco did years back. No doubt. No doubt. And look, it it takes a lot of guts, you know, and it takes a lot of belief in yourself that you're going to have this incredible season coming off a year where you were injured. You played only 12 games. So I I think you got to give him a lot of credit for that. And I hope the Ravens do things, do right by him in terms of putting him in the right offense. I think this RPO stuff has gone too far. I think what we saw with Buffalo is the version of the single wing, the 2022 version of the single wing where the quarterback is really part of the offense. Now, I agree with what Vinny said. You can't run the guy 10 times. I mean, Josh Allen can't have 170 carries going into this year and stay healthy. We know this. 
but the element of running the ball, especially in the red zone, is dynamic. Okay, so some ironies here. We're talking about Flacco 10 years ago getting paid. Now Flacco's on the Jets. Lamar Jackson just turned down an extension. Lamar Jackson quarterbacks the Ravens. The Ravens will be at the Jets coming up on Sunday. Before we get to the game, which is dipped to six and a half, let me ask you this. You said how unique the offense is that the Bills ran last night. Jackson and that offense is going to look different this year for the Ravens. How does it compare to what we saw last night with what the Bills did with Allen? Well, I mean, Allen wasn't doing that hold the ball into the belly of the back and read the will linebacker and throw it to the uncovered. He wasn't doing that. He had some of it, but he was there was rhythm. There was a West Coast element to some of the plays. There was some down-the-field throws, and there was also the threat. I mean, the one run they had that I thought was fabulous was they ran counteraction to the right and brought the tackle back on the counter to the quarterback to the other side. They had single-wing plays in this run game. I thought it was a really a great tribute to where they've come from. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you get an idea from a game or a season. And when they lost to New England in, with the win game and they didn't run Josh Allen in the red zone, which they would have won that game had they done it. And then the next week against Tampa where they got behind and then they came back and Josh Allen became the focal point of their offense. They changed what they did offensively. And it wasn't about establishing a runner. It was about establishing Josh Allen. And I think that's where their offense is. And I think that's what Lamar has to do. I think they've got to stop this, all this RPO stuff. You know, we're going to ride the back and then read the will and throw it here. Run an offense that, he, you know, we're going to run shallow cross. You know you want to get the ball to Andrews. Now you could say, okay, well, Buffalo has better receivers than Baltimore. I'll grant you that. But let's see what Bateman can do. You know, let's see what uh, the other guys on the team can do. And let's see what, what the, the tight end for Baltimore is better than tr- Dallas Knox, uh, Dawson Knox for the Buffalo Bills. So th- there's other elements there. And J.K. Dobbins is a legitimate running back, assuming he's healthy. Looks like he's banged up, but that's a good point. You bring him up in that run game. Baltimore and at the Jets, Michael, the only thing missing here is Kevin Bacon with the six degrees. There's so many ironies running through the, the this this matchup between Baltimore and the Jets. Are you surprised as we touch on the number here? Are you surprised we've dipped under that seven down to six and a half? Uh no, because I think, you know, we I think you go back to the, you know, it's they're playing home. Flacco will get him into – there's a belief that Flacco won't lose the game, right? I mean, part of the NFL opening season is who's who's avoiding losing, right? The Colts are going to spend a lot of time – they spent a lot of time studying why they've been so bad under Frank Wright opening games. And a lot of it is because they've shot themselves in the foot. They've lost more than the other team has beaten them. And I, like Pittsburgh last year, Pittsburgh didn't beat Buffalo. Buffalo beat themselves, Right. And I think that mm-hmm. this is where a lot of people might believe the Jets can do that. Now, you know, Flacco's prone to turn the ball over. He fumbles. He can't move. A weak offensive line. I know everybody talks about how great the Jets' skill players are and how good they are, but I'll be darned if I think that they're going to be able to control the line. Of the, and if they get behind in the game, if Baltimore plays from in front, this could get ugly. By the way, we're, I'm 0-1 on my little experiment. Remember, we said there's 10 of 16 home dogs to open up the season. I'm 0-1. This is another spot where we've got a home dog with the Jets catching 6.5 right now. This will be Jackson's 50th regular season start. He's 37-12 and 12 in 49 career regular season starts. That's not bad. Also no. an MVP in the mix here. 
No doubt. And and what else is he good at doing, right? What else is he really good at doing? He's really good at leading comebacks. I mean, the guy last year played in 12 games. He played in only 12 games. And, and Lamar had four, four fourth-quarter comebacks and four game-winning drives in those 12 games. And their defense was injured. You know, are we going to see Ronnie Stanley? He's off the PUP. Their offensive line should be better. I think Baltimore's a better team, and I think – Lamar's got to play better. There's no denying that. There's no denying that. But the one thing the guy can do is make plays when it counts. You know what else he does that's going to get him paid? Everybody loves him in the locker room. Team yeah. leader, everybody loves him. You don't hear a bad thing about him. No, no. And, and, and you know, those game-winning drives gravitate you to, to them, right? I mean, those game-winning drives are what, what gives you that stature, that that belief that it, once you get in that huddle, you know you can come back. I mean, yep. Garoppolo last year had three game-winning drives. When they got in the huddle with Garoppolo, those players believed in Garoppolo. Now, yeah. you could say whatever you want about Garoppolo and not being a great, but the players that play for him believe in him. There's a galvanizing nature. When you feel like your quarterback can lead you in the fourth, it kind of galvanizes a team. By the way, the one question I have, we'll go to break. We'll come back with BetMGM has the over tickets on season win totals. The one question I have, does Baltimore have an elite pass rusher? That is the only thing I see as far as a weakness maybe on this team. I, I don't think they do, but I think they, they can create it. McDonald, the new defense coordinator, is from – he was there with Wink Martindale. So there's a way for him to create it. But if they play from the lead, they may not need to. Okay, to me it's shocking, but BetMGM has liability on one team in the season win total market. And I think when you come back, I think the answer who that team is will shock you. We'll get to that next here at Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. You get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance, recap of the top plays made by VSIN show host and guest, 24 7 video, season prep. You get pro tools and pro tips. Here's what I'll say uh, about becoming a VSIN Pro uh, it took me a little to get used to it, but now that I have, it's already made me money. I mean, VSIN subscribers are emailing us, they're making money. And I'll give you an example. Last night, if you become a VEASAN Pro, a part of the Pro Tools package is the Player Prop Analyzer. And last night, remember, everybody was on Allen Robinson to the over as far as reception, reception yards. Our Player Prop Analyzer, part of the Pro Tools, had Allen Robinson on the under and cashed easily. So the analyzer was perfect last night, and that's all a part of the package. When you become a VEASAN Pro, it's vcin.com slash subscribe. Okay, we got you back here on the Lombardi line. Like I said, I got my notes here. One I wrote down, took me a little get used to everything new at VEASAN, but now I love it. I can't get enough of it. Uh, two, right. we've got a viewer tweet that somebody sent in, a great tweet from Michael that I'm going to read a little bit later. Three, Palm sent this about the officiating. So before we get to those season win totals, let me write to you. Let me let you know what Palm sent us. Before I read the tweet specifically, Michael, did you have a take on the officiating last night and the crew? I didn't. I felt like they let them play. I think it wasn't, you know, it was a game where I didn't feel like they were interjected. They only called nine penalties in the whole game. Could they have called holding? I'm sure they could have. I'm sure there's probably some clips where there was holding, but I, I had no issue with the game. Jeffries averaged, going into that game, his crew averaged 12 penalties a game, and he was below it last night. Yep, Mike Pereira, who everybody knows, the official now on Fox, said, wow, we may have seen the best team in the NFL and maybe the best officiating crew. They had a great game. Nine total fouls, as Michael just said. No replay reviews, no uh, expedited reviews, no video assistance. Great job by Sheffers and his guys. We can only hope for more like this. So thank you, Mike Palm, for the assist. Thank you, Mike Pereira. And thank you to the officials for not extending that game last night. <laughs> Fair to say. No, I play- I think it was great. You know, look, that's what you want. You want to leave the stadium not thinking about the officiating. And that's what you want. And certainly the, you know, this is what happened. And, you know, you could nitpick it. I'm sure the I'm sure Aaron Donald felt like he got held a bunch in there, which he probably did. But that's part of the game. That's what happens. Okay, so I teased you most bets to the over as far as season win totals over at BetMGM. This may not surprise you because of hard knocks, but the most liability on a team at BetMGM is the Lions over six and a half. We do have a graphic to support this. You got the Saints coming in at two at eight and a half, the Steelers seven and a half, the Dolphins eight and a half, and the Raiders eight and a half. You see it there, Michael. Let's start with the Lions over liability for BetMGM. 
Well, I, I think that it's, in, you know, watching him and being around, if you don't have never been in that environment and, and them allowing you to enter into their meetings. I just watched it this morning because I want to write a piece for the Daily Coach about Campbell's talking to the players who he's releasing. So I, I needed to watch it this morning, and I did. And that intimacy that the viewer gains from watching them as they make decisions, who they're going to cut, what they're going to do, it's a great it's a great insight into it. Now, to me, that's not how I was a part of it. <laughs> it wasn't that way. But that's how they do it in Detroit, right? So I, I, that's okay. And the fact that he's got so much energy, he's got so much enthusiasm, he's intoxicating. And I think that people love it. Look, there's, it's, look, the Lions were horrible last year. They got a sellout crowd for the Eagles coming into the stadium. This Detroit, as you know, being raised, they love football in that state, of Michigan. Course. They love football in that city. They're looking for any reason to buy into their Lions. And by the way, that number, week one, Philly at Detroit, was painted four across the board. It has jumped to four and a half across the board. So Philly getting bet right now up to four and a half. I think that number was light. You know, I mean, on my on my power rankings, I had this as a six point six game. I thought it was light. I thought it was one. Everybody, I think everybody's. I thought the number by betting would go, but clearly the case is, you know, people look at this. Philly last year, Philly went in there. They ran it forty eight times. They threw it sixteen. They completed eleven passes for sixteen, and they dominated the game on the ground. On the ground, they were able to dominate the game. They had very few penalties. They took the game right to them. We'll see. Look, Philly's strength, especially if Ragnon doesn't play, Philly's strength is in their defensive front, their ability to attack. They got a lot of pressure on the quarterback. They had 14 hits on, on Goff last year. They had seven sacks in the game. Those plays, you know, forced the Detroit offense to really become nothing. And once Detroit got behind and Goff had to play in a dropback pass game, then it became real. Then it became an issue. So the way they dominate, do I think they'll dominate them again like that? I doubt it. I doubt it. However, that being said, it's hard to run the ball on the road. Now, when you go into a dome stadium and you're trying to run the ball on a silent count, okay, and the crowd's going crazy, you should be able to stop the run. You should be able to do it. It's one of the benefits of having a dome stadium. It's why I've always dreamed of being a general manager in a dome stadium because it gives you such a great advantage. We'll see if the Lions can take it, take advantage of it. So I haven't seen the episode yet either. Just quickly, give me an anecdote. What did you take from Campbell cutting someone? I haven't seen it. Well, I think this, when, when and I'm going to write about this for the Daily Coach. I think what players want in that setting, they don't want your sympathy. Right. It, it falls on false. It's a false narrative. Your empathy there. Look, the players are going. They know they're getting cut. They called to a meeting. What they want is how can I make the team? What do I need to work on to improve? Don't tell them how sorry you feel for them, because if you feel sorry for them, why not just make the team? Give them instructions. Like, I think when you cut a player, you should hand him a slip that says, OK, if you work on these five things, you have a chance to play in the National Football League. Or you should give them something. Look, I don't know if you're ever going to be able to do this, but if you can improve, send them out with, with instructions on how to be better. Don't sit there and, and cry with them. They don't need more people to cry. They need instruction. All of us uh, do. I w- All of yeah. us do. When we, when we, get, we don't want to be told we didn't work out well. We want to be told why we didn't work out well. I, I do think that there is a danger, Michael. And again, I love Campbell. I think he's kind of taken – the NFL world by storm with this hard knocks appearance. I think there there is kind of that tipping point where the emotion gets a little bit to be too much. 
right? And I think he's kind of teetering on that right now. You can go become overly emotional. One thing good about him is he is authentic or does it come, does come across authentic. It, do, it does. Look, but it's also there's a committee going on in Detroit. I mean, Deuce Staley, the running back coach, has as much to say as anybody. Oh, as any so other annoying. Body. You know, it, it's, it's a complete – it's the Dave Clark Five operating up there. It's not a paramilitary organization. You know, I would like Campbell more as the leader. Totally Remember, agree. I think it's important as a head coach, leaders do the right thing. Managers do things right. When you watch this, you don't see that. You see how all the guys are managing. Everybody's, you know, Al Davis should say to me all the time, you tell those coaches they're not the GM of the team. Just make them coach the players they have. Well, there's a lot of GMs in that Detroit Lion room, a lot of them. Hey, when they showed Staley and Glenn trash-talking each other, to me it looked like a clown show. To casual observers are like, oh, Detroit's great. There's a lot of energy. It looked sophomoric to me. I'm from being yeah, honest. I, I felt the same way too. And, and I, I have, I've, you know, to me, this is, I'm not being, this is their style. This is what they want. Great. Okay. I'm just saying it's not what I'm used to. I would be very uncomfortable in that environment. I would not be a very good scout in that environment. I would be probably a detriment to that organization if I worked there because it would be again, it would go against everything that I believe in in terms of how you build a culture to win a championship. Between you and I, it showed me Dan Campbell had no control over his staff. Anywho, uh, the overs, the Saints right now, the hottest team in the market. We talked about this with Palm yesterday. Second most liability over at BetMGM, over eight and a half on the Saints. Yeah, look, I, I mean, the Saints have a good team. They get the receivers back. They got their offensive line back. The question is, can Jameis Winston play as well as he did in the seven games that before he hurt his knee? That's the key. That's the key. He protected the football. He executed the offense. They're not changing the offense. I mean, that's where you go through your sheets and you look at it and you say, okay, Carmichael's calling the offense. Dennis Allen's still calling the defense. Somebody's going to manage the game. Now, the game plan was put together by how? I don't know how that all works. I'm sure Sean Payton had a lot to do with that game plan. So you're missing him. You're missing that element. But what you see with Joe Lombardi, how does this symmetrate to Joe Lombardi? Is he's taken the same plan to, to to the Chargers? They run a similar, they run the same offense as the Saints, and it seems to be effective for a good quarterback. So, give Carmichael his due. Let him see how he handles the game plan himself. But this Saint team is talented. They're good in they're both lines. They're good at receiver. They can play good defense. They know when to blitz the pass, or they when no not to. They play in a home field that gives them an advantage. They can be a very good team. I could see the logic behind betting the over of the Saints. Next one, third most liability on the over, the Steelers over seven and a half. I know for a fact you agree with the betters here. I do because it's Mike Tomlin. I I don't have any evidence to support it. I don't really, I don't like their team. I don't like their offensive line. I don't like their quarterback, but I I like Mike Tomlin. And I think Mike Tomlin understands that football is a three-dimensional game, offense, defense, kicking game. And I think he'll manage accordingly. I'm so relieved that you said that about Deuce Staley and Glenn when they were trash talking. I was so embarrassed as a Lions fan. I'm like, wait, so now the coaches are making it all about them because the TV cameras are there? That's a clown show. That's the Detroit Lions. And everybody ate it up. They couldn't get enough of it. Okay, let's continue with these over and unders and liability over at BetMGM next here at Lombardi Line. 
You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And if you go to vsin.com right now, you can see our new podcast. One, a stalwart, that is the GM Shuffle. Remember, GM Shuffle's going two days a week, Michael Lombardi and Femi on Monday and Thursday. But also, when you're there, you can check out the brand new college football betting co- podcast the NFL betting podcast and Josh Applebaum's VEASAN daily morning bets, three new podcasts and the GM shuffle going two days a week. My man, you are grinding Michael Lombardi. It's football. It's not hard work. I mean, it's fun to watch it. I can't wait to go back home and watch the uh, Buffalo Ram game. Get once it gets uploaded. I like to watch the continuation game on the coaches tape because you get a chance to get the ebb and flow of the game. So it really comes into play. So I'm looking forward to it. Also at VEASAN.com, a big picture, a handsome picture of Amal Shaw because he's taken the network by storm with big bets, Amal Shaw and Dave Ross. And Amal Shaw joins us now. Hi, Amal. How are you? We have lost Amal's audio, which, oh, there he is. I was going to say, we didn't do that purposefully. Hi, Amal. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you guys? We're doing great, Amal. How are you? What's uh, what's on what's on your list today? Nothing. I just I still can't get over some of the coaching decisions we saw last weekend. But I've come to realize that none of these athletic directors actually put in the time to actually ask these coaches, "Hey, you can do the X's and O's. You potentially can recruit, but can you actually manage the game?" And it seems like Brent Pry. Uh, <laughs> The guy, the uh, the fake Southerner, better known as Brian Kelly. Uh, none of these guys can seem to manage the game. I was going to ask you for a specific. What, which one really drove you crazy other than the Brian Kelly game? Brent Pry, Oklahoma. Uh, Old Dominion has the ball first and goal at the half yard line with a minute 20 left. He doesn't take a timeout there. They score on the first play. There was 40 seconds remaining. Why not take a timeout? give your team an opportunity to come back down and kick a field goal instead of having about 30 seconds to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, well, that was I mean, common it, sense. It, it was just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I think sometimes I think that's a great point to segue Patrick into, are you going to trust these first time head coaches opening day in the NFL? Cause Brett Pry is a first time head coach was a defense coordinator at Penn state and he goes to Virginia tech. And you know, those situations are easy to look at on a chalkboard, but they're hard to enact. Well, we've got 10, new head coaches in the NFL as well. And we talked about the straight up and ATS numbers yesterday, which are dreadful. So yeah, I think there's something to that. Another thing that stands out to me, Amal Shaw, and I know you talked about this on VEASAN Big Bets yesterday with you and Dave Ross, and that is, I know you're excited about Michigan and Texas being all the way back. I know that fires you up. (laughs) Did that come from Kelly Bidlin? (laughs) I tell you right now, it's amazing. Think, Think about this, okay? This is like winning, I don't know, Miss Dothan, Alabama. Does anybody Uh-oh. care? There's like 12 people in the town. My point being is, if you are going to be a program that gets all this national recognition, shouldn't your national titles be based on more than the fact that Reggie Bush lateraled the ball, more than the fact that you won half a national title because nobody could play each other back in the 90s? I mean, give me a break. Michigan has won, not even, excuse me, a half, a half a nice national title in 70 years. 
I mean, we're talking about this program like they've done things. They haven't done anything. They won one Big Ten championship in two decades. And how about Texas? And by the way, it's for Joe Tessitore who always says Texas is back. Beating a mediocre Notre Dame team does not ever bring you back. They haven't mm-hmm. been back. And they keep paying – they're overpaying for coaches that we, do, we don't know if they can coach or not. I think what's criminal is the fact that people don't realize – I don't know if Saban's a great X's nose guy compared to some of the other coaches out there. I, I said I think he's the best talent evaluator that's ever been there in college football. Uh, and he's pretty good on the X's and O's. Trust me on that, Amal. I, I mean, I'll go to bat on that. He's really good at the X's and O's, and he's really good at keeping up with the trends of the league. And I think that's part of why he's so good at the X's and O's. I think the one thing your frustration about the college game is the fact that when you watch the college game, it, you know, it, it's. I, I had a friend of mine text me during the Ohio State the uh, Notre Dame game and just said how far, di- how different the coaching is on all those levels. Nobody wants to really see it because it sounds snobbish, but it really is the case. Yeah, I, so I don't dis- disagree with that. Go my, ahead, my please. Point, go ahead, sorry. No, no I was just ahead, saying the ability to get players, the, the ability to get players and recruit I mean, you got guys like Ed Orgeron that win a national title and he gets run out in two years. Gene Chiswick wins a national title. I, I get your point, but even even a guy like Jim Beheim can figure out a way to a national title if you get the right players. And that, I feel like the collegiate game proves that when you see the failures that guys like Belichick and Urban have had at the next level. So does that mean you feel comfortable laying the 20 with Bama early window at Texas this Saturday? I would rather lay it than take it. I'm not going to touch this game. I think there's some better games out there. But to me, when I look at this matchup, I mean, what are we giving Texas a ton of credit for? Uh, who, have, who have they beaten? What have they done? You know, last year that game, Caleb Williams got a ton of hype for beating Texas because the brand says Texas. But the reality of it is Caleb Williams and company struggled in Lawrence against KU for a while. Um, <laughs> so for me, a lot of it is how well can you perform based on the school year? Look, I was thinking about this today. If I'm like a high school football player going into college, I would go to USC, I would go to Ohio State, I'd go to Notre Dame, I'd go to uh, one of these programs where you can get into a job. Think about this. Desmond Howard is on the desk at uh, on game day instead of Andre Ware, who's a much better broadcaster who also won a Heisman Trophy because Desmond played at Michigan. If Desmond played at Houston, he'd be in the abyss getting ready to do a game with Jason Benetti. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's let, let since we've just let's go to what is your favorite college game on the board this weekend, Amal? From a betting standpoint, I love Virginia Tech against Boston College. I think Boston College's offensive and defensive lines leave a lot to be desired. Uh, Halfley's team, uh, the offensive line cannot uh, protect Jerkovich right now. Say Flowers is a tremendous talent who I think a lot of people don't know about him. I think he's criminally underrated. Defensively, they're not able to stop the run. And if you're Virginia Tech, you've got to be able to run the football again because uh, Wells, the transfer from Marshall, I said he should have been playing on D'Antonio's basketball team. He's a better passer than anyone on the hoops team, especially to the opponent. I mean, this guy threw four picks last week against ODU. <laughs> it was a bad snap on a um, on a field goal that – uh, Old Dominion scored on. I think they'll bounce back at home minus three in this matchup. Speaking of which, uh, bad passers, Bachmeyer got benched last week in a loss at Oregon State. Boise State looked awful in the matchup. They're laying 17. I know it is about time because he wasn't good last. They're laying 17 against the Lobos. <laughs> Lobos start off hot this year. Seems like a steep price delay with Boise State, no? 
Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't want to lay 17 on the road right now in Albuquerque in this one. Green going to play, and I think he's the guy you go with unless he gets injured. Uh, Bachmeyer had th- two picks and I think eight passing attempts. Uh, you look at Green, <laughs> he had a big run, 70, 80-yard touchdown run, good speed. Uh, gives you a little bit of a threat from the running position uh, at quarterback, but let's see how m- well he plays. I thought his numbers weren't bad throwing the ball as well, but they look like they were just absolutely non-competitive against Oregon State. Yeah, I like – how about – talk to me about where you are on Florida, Kentucky. Two good quarterbacks. Richardson was sensational last week. Kentucky's defense is outstanding. Uh, this will be another challenge coming off that Utah game for the for the uh, Gators and Billy Napier. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was an impressive job. But I thought, you know, look, 90, 95% of teams would have lost that game in the swamp. I thought Utah missed some opportunities there. I, I still think uh, Kyle Whittingham does a tremendous job. It's unfortunate they're getting criticized for going, having the guts to schedule a game in Gainesville and losing that game. Now, this is going to be a tough game. I think Mark Stoops is a tremendous defensive coach. May never get the credit because he's not at a football school when you look at Kentucky and you play in the SEC. But I think he's got the team going in the right direction. We have two potential top 10, top 15 quarterbacks going in this matchup. I think it's going to be about who controls the line of scrimmage. Can Kentucky do what they want to do, which is run the football, keep Anthony Richardson at bay, and then defensively, if you're the Wildcats, make Anthony Richardson beat you through the air. I'm not saying he's not capable, but his legs are far more dangerous at this point in time than the consistency on the arm. So if I am Kentucky, I look for him to try and beat me through the air if I'm going to lose this game. I like Kentucky catching the points here. We heard comps as far as Anthony Richardson. We heard Vince Young. We heard Cam Newton. Where would you kind of place him as far as an analogy or a comp? You know, I'd go somewhere in between there. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. You know, you know, he reminds me a little bit of a, a Josh Allen type. You know, Vince hmm. Young couldn't throw the ball the way Richardson can. I don't think he was necessarily – I would say he's probably on par with Cam or a little bit better at, at times in terms of throwing the football – uh, they're all big guys, but remember Josh Allen wasn't tremendously accurate when he was at Wyoming, Mm-mm. but he had the ability to make plays. And I think that's what Richardson does. He's a guy who can make plays for you. Now, will he get better as he gets to the next level remains to be seen. And I don't know if he'll reach the level that Josh Allen has reached in terms of passing the football. But I think that Josh Allen's a tremendous threat. He's a guy who will look to throw first and then can beat you with his legs. And I think Richardson's kind of is, is somewhat similar or comparable to that. I, I agree with that analogy. I mean, I never thought Josh Allen would ever have the accuracy. And last night, he looked so good accuracy-wise. He didn't miss – I mean, he had five incompletions. So it was really remarkable. So I agree with you. I think Richardson kind of – this is the new way going. I think, you know, we're scared to run the yeah. quarterback because he's going to get hurt. But these quarterbacks are bigger than linebackers. Go through the league and look at the linebackers in the NFL. They all look like safeties now. Let me, let me just say this. The early returns on VEASAN big bets are exemplary. That is, of course, Amal Shaw, Dave Ross, and Kelly Bidlin. Here's a question I have for you, Amal. Are you going to continue to be nice to Kelly and Dave because it is the honeymoon phase? <laughs> I, I will. They, they, I, I don't know if they necessarily have your Teflon. <laughs> well, I know for a fact you're going to put him to the test. That's Amal Shaw. He's coming up next with Big Bets and Kelly Bidlin and, of course, Dave Ross. We're coming up next with more over-unders, BetMGM Liability. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Unleash the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. I talk about it all the time. It's like your credit card, so it's a loyalty program. When you place a bet, you're going to get points, and you can use those points for free bets. Or if you're going to Vegas, you can use the points for comps at shows, at hotels, at casinos. It's great. It's a betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. Again, you got to be 21 years or older. You can sign up at BetMGM.com. 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Always fun to talk to our boy Amal Shaw. He's coming up next with Dave Ross. He never this is, <laughs> he's, he's fired up. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher, of course. He is Michael Lombardi. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, yes, I would say he never disappoints Michael Lombardi. That's a good way of putting it, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, he's got his strong opinions, and, you know, he's a stickler for this uh, – uh, 
coaching management, which is always fun to talk about. And it's, you know, he's right. I mean, it's, you prepare for a head coaching job and, you know, this is an element that we have to take into consideration this weekend in week one, 10 new head coaches, five have been head coaches before five haven't. They're going to, they're going to be challenged. We saw Matt Eberflus this summer, you know, have two challenges that he didn't take up in Seattle that he could have easily won or managed the game differently. So, you know, but it's deeper than that, Patrick. I think what I was saying today on Instagram about the Bills and how to play them, I think that's also part of a head coach's strategy. How do we have to play this game to give us the best chance to win? And when you watch Detroit, for example, and you see how much influence the assistants have, nobody's doing that in Detroit. And for you to beat Buffalo, you're going to have to have somebody who understands that. Okay, as far as before we get out out of here, I want to get another pro tip in, and here's where I'm going to go with it. So let's give three keys and where you start with a matchup as far as Michael Lombardi's handicapping. I know where you start. You start with the quarterbacks, and then I believe you go to the coordinators. Would that be fair? I think it would be offensive scheme versus defensive scheme often, you know, and, and special teams. How good are they? Where are the hidden yards? I think you've got to find out. And then ultimately what team ends up losing games, not winning games. Right. So when you turn the ball over like the Rams did last night or fumble and do those and you have a propensity to do that, you know, that's how you lose games. I think the other thing this weekend, and I wrote about it on VEASAN.com, uh, the betting tips for week one of the season, I think weather is going to play a huge factor this weekend. We didn't see it last night because the game was out of hand in the fourth quarter, right? So I think weather, heat and humidity, let's take that Jacksonville-Washington game. Jacksonville's pl- practices in the heat and humidity, they're coming north to Washington, shouldn't be a problem, should not be a problem. However, how much they've played this summer could be a problem because you're not used to playing that many plays. Okay, so remember, you get 20 across the day. You can find them over at VEASAN.com. They're only for the VEASAN pros, so sign up and become a pro. But every hour, we give you a pro tip. So as far as Michael Lombardi's keys to handicapping a matchup, you go quarterback first, scheme v. scheme next. That's coordinators, special teams, and then you jump to weather. Those are the four. Fair? Those are the four. They are fair, right? And then you've got – then five would be look at all the numerical data. But here's where I think you have to pay really close attention to. When you focus on the coordinators, you block out what happened last week. You block it out. Because that forces you to focus on the matchups of the game. Because every week in the NFL, it, can't, it isn't like college where the matchups pretty much stay the same. The matchup change based on the coordinators. So when you're spending time on your coordinators page, you've got to understand the scheme, understand those matchups, and that keeps you from getting generating bias of what happened last week. Okay, 10 new head coaches that parlays perfectly into liability on the Dolphins over at BetMGM on the over. Quickly, you've lost money over the past four seasons if you bet on new coaches making their team debut. They're 7-16 and 16 ATS. It gets uglier. They're 3-19-1 straight up. Let's take a look at the liability on the over Dolphins 8.5 on the season. Let's get your take on the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins are a great PR campaign. I mean, look, they, they have been this way. They have gone – look, this is not just happenstance, right? Miami has gone out of their way to promote Tua. It's gone out of their way. They've, they've sold out their stadium. They remodeled their stadium. This has been a comprehensive effort, starting with the owner to the president – 
And when they hired the new coach, they got him to buy into it too. This is not happenstance. This isn't something that they just said, okay, this wasn't organic. This was planned to build the enthusiasm, and they've done a great job with it. They've done a tremendous job. Hats off to them. Now comes the time for execution. Now comes the time. Can they actually do what they can? Can they deliver the product that they've been advertising? You know, and the betting market sees Tua. They don't see an elite player in any category. I don't either. But they have elite skill around them. They have elite skill around them. And it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because we haven't seen really Miami's offense. We know he's going to run the Kyle Shanahan version of the offense. But how does he, how does he incorporate Tua, who's an RPO passer? Tua needs to be an RPO passer. He's not an elite athlete to scramble, move, and make plays. It's not Kyler Murray on the edge. So it'll be interesting to see how Belichick approaches it defensively and offensively. Okay, next one as far as liability on the over, the Raiders over eight and a half. I don't want you to comment on that because I want, we have about five minutes left in the show here. I want to get to the unders. So BetMGM has liability on these five unders. The Bears under six and a half. The Cowboys Mm -hmm. under ten and a half. The Seahawks under five and a half. The Steelers, they have liability on both under seven and a half, and the Titans under nine and a half. Let's start with the one that jumps out, and that is the Cowboys under ten and a half. Well, the Cowboys are in a transition. We know that the NFC East is typically never, never repeats, right? So, and we know the Cowboys have gone through some structural changes. You know, they lost their receivers. Gallup's still hurt. They're going to move Pollard into the slot. They're going to play C.D. Uh, Lamb on the outside. So, the offensive line, the configuration isn't the same. McCarthy is whatever reason, you know, he's on a hot seat. Let's face it. He's on a hot seat. He's got Sean Payton looking over his shoulder. So it's, and they, they're playing a first place schedule. Going to be a challenge. They open up at home against Tampa Bay. I could see playing the under. You know, if you win 10 games that you don't hit the under, it doesn't mean you're not a good team. It's just looking at your schedule and the challenges that lie awake for them. So I think can Dallas duplicate what they did defensively? I think it's going to be hard because their corners, as good as Dig is, is intercepting the ball. You can make plays against Diggs. If you're if if you go at him the right way, and we know Anthony Brown has struggled. By the way, I did that purposefully. John Goulet, who's our program director, so he's my boss. He's over there micromanaging. He's all on my ass. So he also happens to be a big, the biggest Cowboys fan. So I did that purposefully so we could knock the Cowboys during the segment. Next one up. Well, Seahawks. I, I mean, <laughs> all these Cowboy fans, Goulet, Femi, they're all uh, Dave, Dave Raw. I mean, that we, we, they're America's team. We've got yeah, a you know smattering what's crazy? of them all through the network. You, you, you know what the best part about it is? They're all frauds. None are from Dallas. None are from Texas. <laughs> no, no, I know. They're America's team. <laughs> Total frauds. Uh, Seahawks under five and a half. This one, this well, is I'm, a team that juices the wrong way. Yeah, I, I mean, look, the, the quarterback situation has been so bad this summer, you know, and nobody's buying into their young offensive line. And so there's a lot of reasons to not like Seattle. New defensive coordinator as well. So, you know, Seattle's going to have to prove it. I, I think the perception with Seattle, I wouldn't touch it because I have faith in Pete Carroll, but I, I don't have faith in Pete Carroll making a playoffs. I have faith in Pete Carroll winning six games, but I don't think I would touch it. 
Okay, I just want to make note, Stephen Bond sends along a note that when we called John Goulet a fraud, it got a applause in the control room. I just want to say, yeah. everybody in the control room, be careful. He is our boss, but he is still a fraud. I mean, he's a Cowboys uh-huh. fan, and he's from Connecticut. Do me a yeah. favor. Connect Connecticut to Dallas and tell me how that America's makes sense. Team, they sh- were on TV all the time. That's why. I mean, look, Dude, I, Goulet's I live like here 30. Bill Berman's a Cowboy fan. He's a Cowboy fan. He grew up yeah, in New Jersey need we his say whole more? life. Need yeah. we say more? Listen, the Cowboys were America's team because back in the 70s, they were on TV. Goulet was born in 1991. He was wearing, you know, like there's no there's no connection there. Here's what it is, uh, I Michael Lombardi. I feel you. Born and raised you. in Michigan, Detroit Lions fan, ride or die, and I don't even want to be a Lions fan. That's how it works. It hurts that way. I mean, look, I was born here, and I and I never was an Eagle fan because of my last name. I, I shifted to the Packers, which then went to Washington, and then I ended up a 49er fan, and then I have all these other fans. So now I'm a Raider and a Panther fan now. <laughs> you're Still just a digging Patriot yourself a hole, too. but you're my yeah, guy. You're my. I'm going to yeah. give you a pass on the last name thing because it makes sense because it also is connected to the greatest uh, football figure of all time. So I'll give you a pass. But you, I, I mean, also you worked for franchises. Also, remember yeah. you were a Redskins fan at the time. So you were all yeah, over was the map. Big one. Loved it. Loved it. Okay. Final thoughts. Let's close out the show where we started. The Bills, the Allen tax moving forward. It's going to be real. I mean, they're going to be hard to play. I mean, I'm not giving them the title yet. I mean, they're going to be hard to play. And it's going to take strategy, not game planning. It's going to take the idea, how do we set up the game to where it gives us the best chance to win? And in single elimination tournament like the playoffs, it's doable. As Mickey Cochran, the football coach who coached Bill Parcells, used to tell him all the time, there's a way to win any game. You just got to figure it out. So before we get too far down the road, but this team is going to take strategy to beat. They're very good. Okay, control room one more time on the way out. Femi, Dave Ross, and John Goulet are, let's hear it. That's right, fraudulent. <laughs> Dave Ross and Amal Shah are next. We'll see you tomorrow morning here on the Lombardi you, Live. It's V-CIN. Thank you, Michael Lombardi. Have a great Friday. I'll see you tomorrow morning live from the Borgata. Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.